Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Let's begin tonight with I Am a Sheep. We'll sing this song before the announcements. I am a sheep and the Lord is my shepherd, watching over my soul, my soul to keep guarding over me ever, watching wherever I go. And when the winds blow, he is my shelter, and when I'm lost and alone, he rescues me. When the lion comes, he is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. We are his children and he is our father, watching over our soul. Great is his love for his sons and his daughters watching wherever we go. And when the winds blow, he is my shelter. And when I'm lost and alone, he rescues me. And when the line comes, he is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. See everybody here. Hope everybody's having a good week. Just a few announcements before we get back into our worship services. This Saturday, August 26, uh, Wesley Stevens and his fiancée Lynn Lindley will be having a wedding shower here at the building from two to four. They are registered at Target and Amazon. Uh, just a reminder that we shine apple trees up in the foyer, so if you're able to pick an apple or two and help out with that, I know they would appreciate that. Uh, need continue to, to need help cutting the grass, so if you're able to help out with that, there's a sign-up sheet in the foyer, and ask that you'd sign your name on that. Uh, also, we're coming to the end of our quarter for Bible class, uh, um, morning Sunday morning class, and we're in need of some Bible class teachers. Uh, I think it's the pre-K and the uh, Bible hour. So if you're able to help out with that, see Connie. Also, a reminder, this Sunday will be our potluck Sunday, so church eat church. So we'll have um, services at 1 p.m. and no services at 6 p.m. And also a reminder, after our 1 p.m. services, we'll be going over to Wingate to sing. Also, uh, we are in desperate need of some items in the food pantry. I think those were listed in the bulletin a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but if uh, you're able to help out with that, see Brian Ward uh, to find out what, he, uh, what we need for that. Also, youth events this Sunday, August 27th, the youth will be leading services at South Point Church of Christ in the evening. Again, that'll be this Sunday. Prayer list updates, uh, continue to pray for uh, Jimmy Wilgus, Sean Maynard, Jim Haney, Amber Spitzer, Tanya Shamlin. Also, Judy Jordan, ablation this month, and Emma Swango, this is Terry Baker's mom, and uh, Jerry's sister, Carolyn O'Lynn, who's now in uh, Cornerstone. Also, John Klein will be having a heart valve replacement and having more tests at the end of this month on August 30th. And uh, continue to keep 
um, Joan Sandy's granddaughter, Merritt, in prayers as well. She deals with type 1 diabetes. Uh, Jim Martin uh, continues to rehab. This is Cynthia's father. And Dave Houck, who's, who's home now, um, still recovering. And Elaine Witt, whose brother's wife passed away unexpectedly this, this past week. Also, um, Christy Arrowwood, this is a, uh, a fellow worker of John Kelly, requests prayers. She's in the hospital with pneumonia. That is all the announcements that I have. Are there any other announcements that need to be made at this time? All right, let's go to God in prayer. Father in heaven, we come to you at this time, Father, thanking you so much for this another day of life that you've blessed us with. We thank you, Father, for the many blessings that you rain down on us, Father, that make our life here easier, that you provide for us, Father. We thank you for that. Thank you most of all for your grace and, and your mercy and, and your love, Father, that you revealed to us through your son, Jesus. We thank you for him, for the hope of eternal life that we have through him and his death on the cross. And we thank you for the, the health that you've given us this evening to be able to be here, to worship you, to sing praises to you, and to, to study from your word, Father. We thank you for your word that, that guides us and, and gives us the uh, instructions that we follow to, to help or get us through this life and to get to heaven, Father. And we thank you for that. And Father, we thank you for the, the body of believers here and ask your blessings upon each one and especially be with those that have been mentioned on our prayer list, Father, that are dealing with various health issues and upcoming surgeries, and we pray for each one of them and pray your healing hand on them, Father. Father, continue to be with us this evening and pray that as we leave here and go into our Bible classes that we will study and, and take the, uh, the time to, to grow in knowledge and, and pray that we use that knowledge, Father, to share your word with others and we pray for our community and pray for those that are lost in it lord that we can reach them and, and share the good news to them father that they can have the same hope that we have father lord forgive us when we do fall short and it's through jesus we pray these things amen next song 216 216 He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O word with heavenly comfort, God. Whatever I do, wherever I lead, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He Yeah. 
song before the lesson tonight, 499, 499. <clears throat> if you can, please let's stand as we sing this song. Oh, to be like the blessed Redeemer, this is my constant longing and prayer. Gladly I'll forfeit all of Jesus, I perfect likeness to wear. Oh, to be like thee, oh, to be like thee, blessed Redeemer, pure as thou art. Come in thy sweetness, come in thy fullness, stand by the be like thee, full of compassion, loving, forgiving, tender and kind, helping the helpless, cheering the fainting, seeking the wandering sinner to find. Oh, to be like thee, oh, to be like thee, Blessed Redeemer, pure as thou art, come in thy sweetness, come in thy fullness, stand by no image, deep on my heart. Oh, to be like thee, Lord, I am coming, now to receive the anointing divine. Mark your books at number 970, 970. Good evening, church family. Hope everyone's doing all right. <clears throat> um, have you ever felt like you're lost in the moment? That... Uh, 
life is just a haze that um, you struggle getting over to speed bump. Have you ever felt that way? I know maybe some of our younger people haven't, but um, life happens that way. Now, sometimes when time freezes like that and we're lost in that moment, it's usually because of grief or depression or life change with your work or school or family. Christian counsel, the reason why I bring this up, I was reading one of my Christian counseling books by Gary Collins. He's a, uh, he's a known Christian counselor. And, um, and it's being lost in that moment, being in that haze can cause all kinds of issues um, and cause physical effects. It can cause emotional effects social effects, spiritual effects. It can cause all kinds of issues with your health, which is not good. Sometimes even you can become suicidal because you get so deep in that depression. And I think a lot of times we, we feel like that we're just going through the motions, that that you're in this slump and we don't talk about it, we don't try to work ourselves out of it, we continue on feeling that way, and we don't see the long-term effects of what living our life is that way. The other day, um, Rick was doing a Bible lesson on John, and sorry Rick, but when he talked about this, I started writing down the lesson. Sorry, it was, uh, but in John 21, there's this moment. Um, if you want to open your Bibles there, John 21, 3 through 14. And I'll be going through this story here on this lost in a moment for the disciples. Now, I'll kind of give you the backstory here. In Acts 20, Jesus appears to Thomas and other disciples for the second time. And Jesus tells them that, you know, you know, you know put, your, put, put your hand in my wounds. Put your hand in my scars. And Jeremy brought up, he never mentions that he's actually, they actually did it, which it doesn't say that he actually touched them, but he tells them to do it. And then Jesus, the last thing he says to them before doing a bunch of other miracles, before he leaves, he says, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet believe. And then Jesus disappears. The room's locked, and he just he doesn't go doesn't say he goes through the door or anything like that. I'm assuming that he just disappears. Now, you would think that. The disciples would be excited about seeing Jesus, that they would go out and proclaim that they saw Jesus. You know, he's resurrected from the dead. You know, they should be excited about seeing that and wanting to tell others. But what do they do? Starting in verse 21, verse 3, 
says, I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat. But that night, they caught nothing. Here they are, they are lost in the moment. They just saw Jesus, instead of going out telling others on what they saw and what they heard, they go out and do the same old, same old. Hoping that that will feel better for them. And they catch nothing all night. There's no light. I'm sure they felt far away from anybody that they could see all alone out there on the sea. They can't see a future. They're just going through the motions as a lot of us do. In John 21, 4 through 5, and it reads, Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. So, They don't even know who Jesus is. And Jesus yelling at them. They are. Isn't that kind of like how we become when we're lost in that moment? When we are, when we are feeling down. When we're going over grief or depression. Or we have a heavy burden. Or going through anxiety in our life. That there's situations in our life. That Jesus seems so far away from us. That we can't even see him. We can't, you know, we may hear him, but we don't recognize him. Because we are so lost. And the burden is so heavy on us. So the question is, How do we get out of this funk that we get into? How do we get out of that, that hazy feeling, of feeling depressed, of feeling grief, feeling you know, the heavy burdens, the anxiety, whatever we're going through in our life, either work or, or, or socially or, or family, whatever it is, how do we get out of that? Because it is not healthy for us. tells us, starting in, in John 21, verse 6, and he said, throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. When they did, they were, very, they were unable to haul the net, and because of the large number of fish. First, what we have to do is do what Jesus tells us to do. We have to listen to him and obey. 
I know it's not easy. I know it's hard. Being in those moments are not easy. You feel hopeless. But listen to what it says in verse 7 and 8. Then disciples, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord. As soon as Simon heard him say, It is the Lord. He wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, jumped into the water. The other disciples followed him in a boat, towing the net full of fish. For they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. You see, when it comes down to grief, when it comes down to depression and feeling in that moment, there is no timeline. You know, we wish sometimes we could be like Peter. We wish that we could just jump in and, and, and get over it. But some of us are not that way. Some of us are still rowing. Some of us are still trying to get to shore. But some of our, our tides are different in our life. It may take us longer to get to where we want to be in our life, to be stable, but it's so important that we get there, as these disciples did. In John 9 through 11, Continue on reading. When they landed, they saw a fire burning coals. There were fish on it and some bread. Let me pay attention here. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have caught. And Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. There is so much just wrapped up in this little passage here that you can apply to your own life. The reason why I said pay attention, because, you know, when you read this, the first thing you're going to think of, um, 153 fish, that's a lot, especially if you're a fisherman. 153 fish is a lot. But I want you to know, starting in verse 10, Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. He was in his full, he was wet, soaking wet. He's already jumped into the water. He goes back to the boat because why? Because Jesus told him to. He did exactly what Jesus told him to do. And the nets did not break. Jesus gives us the strength that we need in our everyday lives. When we do what he tells us to do, he's going to give you the strength to pull anything in. I know sometimes our nets feel like they have holes in them. Sometimes we feel like things are going to slip through them. They're going to come through the cracks. But if we have our faith and trust in him, he will give us the strength that you and I need to get through our everyday lives. 9 through 11. 
I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, verse 12. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Sometimes in our life, as I mentioned earlier, we seem so far away from Jesus. But we know who he is when we find him in our lives. And Jesus came and took bread and gave it to them. And he did the same with the fish. See, you and I, we have to be spiritually fed. We have to be spiritually fed in our everyday lives in order to get through those trials in our everyday lives. But I want you to notice something else with all that. They didn't do it alone. They had each other. They relied on each other. Before I close, I want to read one more verse. And close with an invitation. 2 Corinthians 6.10 Sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Poor yet making many rich and having nothing and yet possesses everything. He is our everything. He gives us everything we need. Now, maybe you're not a Christian this morning or this evening, and you want to become one. Everything is ready. Why don't you come forward as we stand and sing? Lord God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you.
Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the beautiful day that you blessed us with, the nice weather, the opportunity to come out to gather here and to sing praise to your name and to worship you and to dig into your word. Pray that you be with each and every one of us as we break off and go into our individual classes. Let us dive into your word and learn something new about you, uh, ways to bring glory and honor to you in our daily lives. Pray that you be the ones that were mentioned here tonight. Put your hand over them, the sick, those who need you. Be with those who watch over us in our communities, who keep us safe and healthy. Be with us as we leave this place. Keep us safe. Bring us back safely. Let us do everything in a way that pleases you. In Jesus' name we pray. 